Morning, Rabbi Hashem. We're going to continue with our share in Chavisa Talmidim. We're up to the ninth parak last week, and uh, over here he's giving us the Rebbe is giving us Eza Asisles Alo Sakanis Atzmacha Behem. He spoke about in the eighth in the in the eighth parak how important it is that Nechitas Alis and Nefesh Vamidas. How important it is for a person to be constantly growing, not just in terms of action, but in terms of also it takes place in the pnimius of a person, in terms of a person's hergish, in terms of a person's seichel, a person's das, a person's knowledge of their Rebbe that a person needs to be growing constantly. And then in the ninth parak is giving us some practical eitzes how to do it. So he began really the ninth parak with discussing the eating of Torah and why people are learning Torah and don't feel that the Torah is changing them. They don't feel changed based on the Torah that they're learning. People that have been learning for many years and then you know find themselves off in the deep end, or people who are learning and, and they find that in, in the aspect of but on the machavera they're lacking. And he explained that really a person needs to learn Torah with a connection to Hashem. If it's Torah but it's not Torah Hashem, then it's not going to be Tamima, Meshivas Nafesh. It's not going to really have the ability to be able to change a person. And then really, I think last week, is, uh, two weeks ago, I think as we we're up to, he was discussing with us that, that to awaken a person's neshama doesn't happen in a moment. When a person wants to awaken a guf, you can awaken a guf in a moment. You go over to somebody that's sleeping, you wake them up, you shake them. Maybe you have to do it two, three times, but you can wake them up pretty quickly. And once they're up, they're up. And B'Yitzhah explained to us that when it comes to waking up the neshama, it doesn't happen like that. The concept of waking up the neshama takes a long, a, a long process and it takes a lot, of, a lot of time. And it takes going through the motions again and again and again, waking your neshama up again and again. He says, it's gufa it's, It doesn't happen like waking up a guf. Waking up a guf, you wake it up once and it's fine. It's the only way a person can wake up his neshama is by constantly talking to his neshama, constantly working on his neshama, constantly ensuring that his neshama is being awakened. And the mamela, slowly but surely, a person is able to take the neshama from being in a place where it's totally sleeping to being able to awaken it up. That's what he, that's what he explained to us last time. And therefore he says, Remember that you're an Evet Hashem. Remember that you avoid this to be Makasha because it doesn't just, it's not going to really work when a person is just trying to connect to Hashem during davening and during learning. It has to be something which a person's constantly involved in, a person's constantly focusing on. And he avdecha ben amasecha, and my avoid is to connect to Hashem. When you do that constantly enough times and you really drill it into your head, that my role in this world is to connect to Hashem. And my role in everything that I do, in everything that I do, whether it's Torah, Avoida, whether it's Milas Chasadim, whether it's things which look like Dvaram Gashman that have nothing to do with Hashem, I avoid in all of those things is to create a relationship with Hashem and to become closer to Hashem. When I do that again and again, I'm able to get to that place where slowly but surely my Hashem becomes awakened. And then whatever I'm involved in, I can be involved in anything. Anything, and I feel connected to the Rabbi Hashem. I feel that my Hashem has a connection to Hashem. I feel like what I'm doing right now is a Vedas Hashem. We'll just repeat over the words that he said last time, which is such beautiful words. He says, Chashev I'm think many times throughout the day. And imamin ba'ashem izbarach ba'emesu b'leiv shalom. I believe in Hashem. Avi Umalki, it's my father and he's my king. It's clear to me that you're the Adana Ilam and you created all the worlds. You created the Malachim, you created the little worms that are there. We surround me, You surround me and you fill me. I'm giving myself over to you 100%. PSS says a person just has that over in his head a few times throughout the day, just remembering, you, you created everything, you're close to me, I'm close to you, I'm close to you, and a person has that over and just reminds himself of that again and again, first will have the ability to slowly awaken his neshama and to be able to feel that connection with Hashem. That's, what he, that's where really we ended last time. And it begins now, Talking a little bit about the avoid of tefillah, 
and how important a person, how important it is to utilize the aspect of davening and davening properly. We see not just in its, not just in its, uh, in the literal sense of the word davening, but the idea of davening and talking and conversing with the Rabbi Hashem throughout the day, how important that is to wake up a person's neshama. You want to wake up a neshama, part of waking the neshama up is through tefillah, through conversation, through talking to Hashem. And that's what he continues. He says, Targalas libcha, Get your nefesh used to and your lave used to talking to Hashem b'siach u I'll explain soon that siach and tefillah are two separate things. Tefillah means, like we said, shachas min Tefillah is within the context of davening. And siach means just conversing to Hashem constantly throughout the day, having a conversation with Hashem. He says, A child, and even somebody who's already a mature adult who has the das of a katan, who hasn't matured in his understanding of what davening is, you ask the average person, he says, the average child, or a person who's even grown older but remains with a childish view of davening, you ask him, what's the point of davening? The point of davening is so that I can get that which I need. I'm missing things, there's things that I'm lacking in my life, I'm lacking parnasa, I'm lacking nachas my children, I'm lacking das, I'm lacking, uh, I'm lacking uh, you know, something in my life is missing. The point of tefillah is I can go to Hashem and I can utilize the aspect of tefillah to get that which I need. I utilize tefillah to get, to fill up all my chesuenes. What's the point of tefillah? The Rabbi Hashem is the usher in this scenario. I'm the ani. I go to him, I daven, I put in tefillahs. Maybe it needs to be a lot of tefillah, maybe sometimes a little bit of tefillah, but I put in the tefillah that I need to do, and then I get that which I need. I'm going to somebody or a being that's able to help me in a greater way than any human can help me, but that's the point of tefillah. That's what the Nar thinks, or he says, even a gadol, who has a, who has a childish view of tefillah, thinks that the goal of tefillah is to get that which I need. Only somebody who's, who's foolish and doesn't really understand what davening is, thinks that davening is, I'm going to get something out of davening. Pasha be machal, the whole idea of tefillah, make tefillah so si- so simple. Tefillah is to get that which I need. And if I didn't need anything, so I wouldn't daven. Right? There's no point in davening, chas v'shalom, if I, I don't need anything, because the whole point of davening is only to get that which I need. What is tefillah? Pizasa says people think, and people have, a, have the wrong image of tefillah. They think that tefillah is, I need something, I go to Hashem and I need something. And we always need something, you know, either stronger or less, but there's always things that we need in life, and therefore the best address to turn to is not a, not a bus of a dumb. Rather, I want to turn to Hashem and I'll get that which I need. He says that, that, that that's a silly, uh, uh, being mechalo, the whole idea of tefillah, to think that tefillah is, you know, some sort of game where we play, we put in tefillahs, and we get back that which we need. It's, you know, we give the tickets in, we get the prize, we put in tefillah, we get that which we need, and everything's good and we're able to move on. That's not what tefillah is. The idea of tefillah is to be makasher to be oneself to Hashem, to connect oneself to the Rabbani Shalom. The idea of tefillah is to create a relationship and create a connection to tefillah. Right? We, spoke, we said this before. Uh, downstairs, we're talking about the, the you know the concept of display this. Where, where you know one of the differences between between the conversations that men have and the conversations that women have is that most conversations that men have, they're looking to get something out of the conversation. Right? Men are very men are very focused on goal oriented conversation. Right? So two guys will get together and they'll discuss business for the tachlis of we want to get something out of this, either partnership, relationship. We want, we want to get something out of this conversation, and we're trying to figure out what's the tachlis. What's the tachlis of us meeting?
meeting here? What's the tachas of this goal? We have a, you know, we have a specific agenda that we want to accomplish, and we hope to accomplish, hope to accomplish, you know, whatever we want to accomplish in the conversation. Most females don't really work like that. Females don't work on trying to get something out of a conversation. Why do they want to have a conversation with their husband? Just to connect with their husband. Just when they share their day with their husband, the goal of sharing their day is not so that the husband can then help them figure out how they should go about the day tomorrow, right? That's everybody knows it. The most frustrating thing for. Uh, for, for in the conversation is when the female discusses something that took place in her day and the husband says, oh, I have a great idea. Why don't you just next time do this and this? And she says, I wasn't asking you for advice. I didn't come to you for advice. I don't, I don't need your advice. I can figure it out on my own. I'm very smart. I don't, you're not smarter than me. That's not why I'm sharing what happened with you. I'm sharing what happened with you because I want to share my day with you. And, okay, but what's the point of that? You, do you have a tachlis in sharing the day with me? You're trying to get something? Like, well, I don't need to know what happened throughout the day. Right? Is there tachlis in it? And the answer is, yeah, there is a tachlis. What's the tachlis? The tachlis is the connection itself. And it's the same thing with tefillah. If you think of tefillah as, I go to Hashem and I have an agenda and I hope to fill my agenda, so then when my t- agenda doesn't get filled, so then there's no point to tefillah. Or if I don't have an agenda, if I don't need something, I'm not in a place of desperation, so there's no point. So wh- why would I put in a good shman esser when I don't desire anything? I don't need anything. Baruch Hashem, I'm healthy, my family's healthy, Parnas is doing well. Yeah, I thank Hashem. Obviously that's important, but there's no real, there's no real tefillah with any hergish taking place because I don't desire anything. I don't need anything. So wh- why, why should I really daven? I daven because it's Allah, I'm a foreshist, I need to daven, and therefore that's why I daven. But there's no, there's no me being part of that davening because what's the point of it? I don't need anything. But if I understand that the point of davening is not to get something out of davening, the point of davening is not that there's an agenda that I need Rafa'inu, I need Ashivainu, I need Salachlanu, I need those things, and I go to Hashem and approach Him to get that which I need. But the point is the connection itself. So then every tefillah has a purpose. The agenda of every tefillah, when I come into tefillah, is I am here to connect to Hashem. I am here to create a relationship with Hashem. Did I get that out of davening? Yeah. If I daven, I got it out of davening. Whether I felt it or didn't feel it, whether I had the hargish or not, the reality is, is that when I go to the Rabbanu and I share that which I'm lacking, and I share that which I'm thankful for, and I share that which is taking place throughout my day, Automatically, there's a relationship which is created through that conversation. And the mail of the agenda is always filled. Right? People always talk about the concept of, you know, no tefillah goes unanswered. Right? That even if a person's davening for something and, and he doesn't get answered now, some way, somehow, in some way, that tefillah is going to go towards, towards uh, f- you know, fulfilling the agenda that you came into. That, that, that idea is really, it, it, it's also being mechal, the whole idea of tefillah. That's saying, okay, no tefillah goes unanswered. And if you daven for something, you need to get an answer. And the answer may not come now, or you may get, have gotten a no now, but it's, there's going to be a yes later. Which may be true, but that's not the point of tefillah. No tefillah goes unanswered because the goal of tefillah is to create a relationship. So automatically no tefillah goes unanswered. If you daven the shachris, even if you got, quote unquote, nothing out of the shachris, you got something out of shachris. You got the ikr tachas of the shachris by davening shemana esrei, by connecting to Hashem, by telling Him that which you need. You sheared your life with Hashem, and mainly you created a relation, a deeper relationship with Him, and mainly you gained something out of the davening, even if you didn't gain that which you came to the conversation for, because the reality of why you came to the conversation is to create the conversation, not for, not for anything other than creating the conversation. Rebbe Berkowitz always says that, that if you want to see if somebody if you want to see if somebody has a good davening, don't look at Shemana Esrei. Shemana Esrei is the last place to look because if a guy davens a good, strong Shemana Esrei, all you know is that the guy really needs something. The guy's desperate. Maybe it's Rafua, maybe it's Parnasa, maybe it's Baruch Halein. The guy needs something very badly. So you see a guy crying by Shemana Esrei, what it means basically is the guy's desperate for something and Baruch Hashem, there's enough Amuna and enough Akar to recognize that the greatest place in the world 
to go is to the Rabbani Shalom. But that doesn't mean that the guy really has a relationship with Hashem. It means he has a moon in Hashem. If you want to see if a guy has a real relationship with Hashem, look up Sukkah Vizimra. If a guy davened, Sukkah Vizimra, there's nothing for you to gain out of Sukkah Vizimra. There, there's, no, there's a few Sukkah in there that sound like you're asking for things. The Iker point of Sukkah Vizimra is Zimra. It's to praise Hashem. It's Halvahida. It's to praise Hashem. You gain nothing out of that. You gain nothing. If it's about you gaining something physical, you gain nothing out of Sukkah Vizimra. What do you gain out of Sukkah Vizimra? It's, it's creating a relationship. When you're praising the Rabbani Hashem and recognizing that he does everything, what you're doing is you're deepening your relationship with Hashem. So you watch somebody who has a good Sukkah Vizimra, so okay, that's somebody who has real recognition, who has a real connection to Hashem, because he understands that the point of tefillah is not agenda-oriented, it's not to get something out of tefillah. That's what Pete Setsis tells us, that, that, that it, it, somebody who's a nar, or even somebody who's a gadol, who has this, this, this childish view of tefillah, thinks that the point of tefillah is, I need to get something out of it. I'm a male of the whole tefillah is only as much as I need to get out of it. He says, says, the Medrash says, It's not that tefillah is not just based on daigas and tzaris. Not only is tefillah not to get out of tzaris, but sometimes the point of tzaris is to get into the tefillah. Right, Tzaddik writes this before, so they say this so from Rav Huntner, that uh, this, the, you know, the same line that Rav Huntner says, you know, the point of, the point of tefillah is not to get out of Tzaris, the point of Tzaris is to get into tefillah. He uh, says this, Mephorish HaMedrash, the Medrash says the following, Amr Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, L'ma'a davar daima, right? The Medrash is just talking about when Kalal Yisrael is by Kriyas Yamsov. L'ma'a davar daima, l'melech she'yubah b'derech v'yisabas melachim t'yekes lo'i b'vakasha. M'mcha ha'tseleni me'adalism, if I remember correctly, I think Rashi maybe even a Chumash brings this Medrash. Right, somebody's standing by Kriyas Yamsov, Kalal Yisrael is standing by Kriyas Yamsov. Yeshua ben Levi says, L'ma'a davar daima, to a melech, to a melech that, that heard Abbas, Abbas Malachim, heard a princess who was captured by Listim, and she was crying out and she was screaming out, Hatzilein me out of Listim. Shama HaMelech Vetzilah, the melech heard, and he went to save her. And he said, listen, you know, I was the prince, I was the prince in, uh, you know, in shining armor. I came along and I'm, I'm saved you, literally. I saved you from, from getting taken by Listim. I would like to marry you. And the guy proposes to her. He wants to talk to her and she says, I don't, I don't want to talk to you. I have nothing to do with you. And Ma'asa Melech, so what does the king do? Here is this, this girl that he saved, that she called out to him. He saved her. He saved her life, literally. And she's just totally giving him the cold shoulder. Ma'asa Melech, by a listim, Melech. The king, what the king does is, the king hires the listim again. And the same listim, other listim, he hires robbers to go capture the Bas Melech again. The Bas Melech calls out again, and the king says, Ah, oh, now you remember me again, right? Now you're calling out to me to rescue again. Now you remember me. Ad ad What's the nimshal? The Medrash says the nimshal is that the Klal Yisrael was in Mitzrayim. Klal Yisrael stuck with total and total mitzvah. Klal Yisrael needed the Rabban Hashem. We recognized that we needed Hashem. We cried out to Hashem. Benitzak. We scream out to Hashem. Hashem took us out, and then Hashem said, "Okay, we felt like we're fine. We're good. Hashem, thank you for taking us out. We're good. We don't. We don't. We don't need you anymore. We're fine. We have, we have everything we need." And then Hashem said, "Yeah, but that wasn't the point." The point wasn't that I took you out so then you got what you need and therefore the conversation stops. The point was that you were in Mitzrayim, I took you out and now the conversation continues. Now we don't need to go through the challenges to have the conversation. Now you went through the challenge, you recognize that I'm the one who could take you out of the challenge. I gave you the 10 nis, gave you the 10 makas. Now the point is have the conversation without the challenge. And when Klai Yisrael wasn't able to do that, so Hashem said, okay, so we need to go back into the challenge and then to get back to recognition that, you, that, you're, that you're totally relying to me, back to, back to recognition that you need the conversation now in order to get through the challenge. And then Mimela, you'll be able to say, okay, now I can have the conversation without 
out the challenge. It's like a Bavigdim used to push this very strong, that when a person, when a person, you know, thanks the Rabbanishim and recognizes Hashem for that which they have already, so then you don't need to go through the challenge in order to recognize Hashem, right? As the Bavigdim used to say, a person thanks Hashem for his teeth, so you don't need to go to the dentist, right? Because when you go to the dentist, all you're doing is, the whole point of going to the dentist is just so that you recognize that your teeth are totally reliant on Hashem, you recognize that they're a gift from Hashem, and you recognize that it's necessary, to, you know, to go through that painful process just to appreciate the gift of having the teeth. If you appreciated it, so then there's no need, like he's saying, to go through the tsar to get to the conversation. The whole point of, of the conversation, the whole point of the tefillah is the conversation. So just get to the conversation without having to go through the painful process and then everything's much better. Right? Again, you know, going back to the muscle of a couple. If a couple's, if the, if the conversation, you know, real conversation only takes place after a fight, so then, you know, that, that, that's a bit of it. If you can create the real conversation taking place without having to go through, you know, the challenge and the fighting and the back and the forth, and then like after like 24 hours of not talking to each other, then they finally sit down and have a real heart to heart and they're able to talk to each other and, and get to be on the same page. So it's a chaval. If you would have just done that 24, 25 hours before, right before you got into the fight, would have had a real honest conversation, open conversation. You both would have each spoke out your, you know, what you each need. So then you would have not had to go through that whole painful process of going through the tsar, going through the yisurin, and then getting to the point of having a hard time in conversation. Just do that like a get to the conversation. I'm in the middle. You don't need to go through the whole tsar. That's what he says. He says, the nar thinks that tefillah is I need something, I go into tefillah, I hope, to, I hope that I get what I need. If I didn't, then it was a chaval. Or if I don't need something, so then I just daven because it says in Shulchan Aruch, I have to daven. Somebody who is a little bit more mature understands that the point of tefillah is creating a relationship with Hashem, sharing my life, thanking Hashem, recognizing Hashem, all for the purpose of creating a deeper relationship with Hashem. It says, at, at it says, obviously you understand the nimshal of, of the... Of the uh, of the Medrash. Your soul is a Bas Malachim. It's literally, it's literally a princess. The Marshall wants to marry your Neshama. Kloimah, what does that mean to marry the Neshama? That there should be a Yichud taking place between your Neshama down here in this world in a Guf. And the Rabban Shem back up there in the Chelek Elikai Mimau, where it comes from, where the source of the Neshama. And the way, to, the way to create that, the best way to create any relationship is through conversation. One which is not just saying the words, a real tefillah which comes from the Pneumius. Like we spoke about last week, the Nefesh slow, slowly starts to wake up. Is able to connect to the Melech. The Bas Melech is able to connect to the Melech again. This is the Iker and the Tachlis of all Tefillah. That is so much the Iker Tefillah that at times the Rabbanishim will send a person, Daigis and Saris, in order that the Rabbanishim gets a person back into Tefillah. Like that, that Mashal. Shagara as a listen, but based on Babasa Melech, Kadesh Yitzak Eilov. Mashim caused it that they should go into it all in order that it should be, be able to be Titzak Olav in order that it should be able to create that, uh, that connection again. When you're coming to wake up your Neshama, which the whole parak is, the whole ninth parak over here we're talking about, that concept of waking up your Neshama and being able to feel alive and have that Chiyas, that you shouldn't feel like you're sleeping your way through davening and not literally sleeping, but you're just reading the words and your Neshama, your emotions, your lave is totally not there. In order to do that, begin with that which you need. Begin with asking Hashem and say, listen, Hashem, I understand that the tachas of tefillah is something more than just getting my needs, but it's easiest for me to be able to connect to you through that which I need. And I have, 
know, these five or six needs that are really pressing needs, this is the way I'm going to begin the conversation. I'm going to begin to have that relationship. You have, you have a cheshek to be connecting to Hashem in the world of Das, in the world of Torah, in the world of Tefillah. Daven and Ev. Chaim b'baruch aleinu shashon azayis. You want parnasa? Daven and b'baruch aleinu. Shalai b'vada b'ruch zetfuhi. Right, we know the Gemara Tainus tells us not just for b'ruch zetfuhah. Rak b'chal tefillah parnasahi. Right, the Gemara tells the beginning of Tainus. We said in Dafyaymi, Geshem is parnasa. That's the same thing. So davening b'ruch aleinu, the same talamot to lavracha is davening for parnasa. V'im lo yachem levavcha v'letish b'chnavshcha l'espal Hashem. She farnasas as hayrecha. And then slowly, when you feel, he's talking obviously to Bachram over here, he's talking about, you know, not having your own parnasa. These aren't people that are working, but you want your parents to be matzlech and davening in parnasa. When you're able to get that, then slowly you wake yourself up through that which you need, and then you're able to get to the real tachlis, which is the conversation itself. Once you say, Hashem, these, this is what I need, and I recognize that you're the address to turn to, and you recognize that you're the one that gave me everything, and I slowly, I slowly throw off my neshama, I slowly awaken my neshama to be able to feel the davening and that which I need, and I'm able to cry, and I'm able to feel, and I'm able to really beg Hashem for that which I need, slowly, and slowly what takes place is, and when I'm saying I'm also able to daven properly. It begins with that which I need, because like we said, the, from the Medrash, Hashem gives us those needs in order to get into tefillah. But the point is that I'm able to get to something much bigger. The goal is that then when I get to the third bracha, which has nothing to do with my needs, it's just praising Hashem. Then I can get to the place where I'm saying the words, not about me. I don't gain anything from saying that. I'm praising Hashem and I'm able to say, wait a second, Hashem, I'm standing in front of you. You're Kaddish. Kaddish doesn't just mean holy, but you're separate. You're Part you're in the, you're, you're you're way above anything in this world, and I'm, what, what's the first word I say in the bracha is ata kadosh, right? Kadosh means the Rishim is mufdal for us, Rishim is holy, and the first word I say is ata. I refer to Hashem in first person, and that itself is able to awaken my neshama. I just think about those words. Ata Kaddish. You are holy in a way that I can't imagine what that even means, in a way that's infinite beyond the human comprehension. And at the same time, I'm able to talk to you in first person. So it begins with Ata Chen Adas, with that which I need, and then slowly through that process of waking up our neshama through that which we need, we're able to get to the place of Atakadish, right? We're able to get to the place where our our neshamas are awake even when we're saying Atakadish. That's the goal of tefillah. Person has to understand if you want to awaken your neshama, tefillah is the greatest way to do it. Tefillah awakens your neshama to having a deeper relationship with Hashem, and that is the tachlas of tefillah, right? Even the word tefillah itself. I know that, 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 that the name Naftali comes from the Lashon of Naftuli, to be close to, 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 be close to Yaakov Avinu. The, the, the word tefillah means to create a relationship, to become close to the Rosh That's the tachlis, the Iker tachlis of tefillah. When a person recognizes and understands that. So yeah, it's much easier, like he says, to start with that which you need, but recognize that that's not the goal. The goal is not, it's not a Dave and Busters. The goal is not you're given tickets and you get your prize. The goal is to create a relationship. And all of those things that you need are just tools that you can utilize in order to be able to gain that relationship. So that, that's the avoid. Once a person chaps that, person understands what he's doing, the male, then you're able to get that to focus, you know, to, to spill over to all other parts of tefillah. The Kaddish, Psukhavizimra, Bechaskuishma, all the other parts where you're being Meshabech Hashem, which is not about you, it's about him, and it's about creating that relationship, and you're able to really, like we said, wake up your Neshama slowly but surely, and be able to get to the place where the whole davening is, uh, is one, one full of Islamists.